Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Uh, today's episode is um, a, a look into the mailbag that we get now and again, because we don't really catch up on it as much as we should, so we're doing that. It's also pre-recorded so that we can have some time off over Easter. Let's be completely frank. That's why we're doing I'll be it. In the, uh, ready luck, when this goes out, I'll be sunning myself on in, in the Isle of oh. Wight with, with a double-double ice cream. Oh, having explored. Will the coining be, be open, do you know, by then? I think so, but I, I, don't, I can't be certain. But certainly, put it this way, last year when I was there, they were very liberal about the arcades. Right. I think they'll be quite quick to open up the arcades. Yeah, some blind eyes will I be turned. I imagine the mentality on the Isle of Wight is very much, how can I put this, a libertarian one. It feels like almost right. a, a, a this and that offshoot of the UK. It is a bit. And they're like, I can't imagine the local constabulary <sighs> mm. like really policing it because they're mm-hmm. aware that on an island economy, they'll be like, Get the fucking coining open. Mm-hmm. I mean, We're the coining capital of the UK. You, you don't have Ve- to... Um, you don't see Vegas closing their casinos. Maybe you do, I don't know. Doubt it. I don't think they closed anything in America. They're doing spring break in Florida, or they were last week, where uh, yeah. teenagers come from far and wide and frolic in swimming pools. So uh, I don't think they give yeah. any fucks. But, um, oh, talking about that, you know, like the different attitudes that people have to life. Yeah. Um, there's a podcast that I listen <laughs> To, um, which has got nothing to do <clears throat> with me or our business operations mm-hmm. or anything like that. Just genuinely, weirdly, a podcast that I just listen to. Curious. Yeah. Um, it's called the David McWilliams podcast. I don't listen to it all the time, but I dip in and out. Mm-hmm. Today I went for a long run, so I thought I'll, I'll see what he's up to. It's Irish. Right. And he's like sort of quite a down-to-earth bloke, and um, but he's very clever. And so he, he sort like of us. talks about... yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's sort of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a way. Oh, quite a lot of um, those, yeah. Well, the clever he, stuff. He, uh, he, he, he uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's Irish, and he's like, I don't know what his background is, but he's very well versed in economics and politics and global trends and stuff like that. Mm. But he talks about him like a normal person, not like some boring dickhead on the news. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And so he tackles quite big subjects. I mean... You know, I find it, I mean, I'm Britain's best journalist. So I find it hard to keep up sometimes, but I like it anyway. Because uh, it's just like, you know, it's hard just like, well, you know, the thing about the global housing market is the reason it's fucked is because of blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is quite good. Um, anyway, he has guests on. Uh, he does it with his mate and he has guests on. Right. And the guest he had today that I was listening to was talking about the rise of the far right across Europe. Yeah. Because now there's even far right have mobilised in Ireland, which had never really happened. Fucking hell, right. And uh, and he got this bloke on who was sort of like a historian, 
but was also really interested in psychology and the psychology of history and the different ways in which people perceive themselves and how that evolves. Yeah. He reckons that uh, political leanings for a while in the 20th century were married to, you know, basically social status, class. If You were more likely to be left-wing if you were working class because of the union that kind of, you know, married you and everyone else together yeah. within your social class and all behind similar causes and, and so on and so forth. And since that's all broken down, people go in all sorts of different directions. And he reckons it's based largely on sort of psychology and culture that stretches back generations. So it's like in the way in which we will lean, right, mm-hmm. politically, the way our views are formed, very often are based on like, uh, you know, like evolution in your mind, right? Or passed down f- through the generations. Yes, right. That's Can what you reckon. DNA, a, almost. A bit. But here's something, here's the bit that I thought, it's quite interesting, this marries in maybe a little bit to the 97% theory or whatever. He says, this guy is mate. He's like, and they are talk like this, so it's really good because they're very, very clever, but they just talk like normal fellas, you know, they're like, they're having a crack. Just like us. <laughs> having a crack, <laughs> yeah. right? And they're like, oh, yeah. Well, the thing about it is, but he's like, you know, big top academic geezer he had on as a guest. So he's, oh, he's done his research. I mean, one thing about us is we don't always do our research, but you see, listeners, <laughs> that's because we don't need to. Yeah. Because life is our research. Yeah, isn't exactly. It? Also, we don't actually care all that much. We don't care. We don't care. But th- but this guy he goes right. These are the three. He goes from all my studies of the psychology and the evolution uh, and our cultural leanings, one way or the other. He goes. There's three types of person. Ooh. He goes. You get people who think that um, now is pretty good. Mm. Now is pretty is a pretty good time, mm. and everything's pretty much fine. Mm. And those people tend to be centre right, centre centre right. Right. Yeah. Yep. So a traditional Tory, mm. someone who may have voted New Labour. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Of course, they're not naming any Brit- English parties because they're they're, they're in Ireland, they're right? so they don't see it that way. They're talking about it in the context of Ireland. Yeah. So people who think it's all right now tend to vote at the centre or the centre right, mm. conservative. Let's just keep things the way they are. Then there's people who think that the they think that now's not that great, but the future could be better, and they're optimistic that things can improve, mm. right, if you make an effort. And those people tend to skew left. That's basically people with left-wing instincts, right? Mm. They kind of are open-minded about the future. They're curious, and they want to try... They want to experiment, Andy, oh. like us. We're, we we, we are love experimentation. Experimenters. Yeah, I've always said that. We, that. If we are at heart, if we are anything, you and I, we are experimenters, <laughs> right? Yeah, we are. Um, and then he goes, and then you've got the third type of person. Uh, yeah, we are seekers. seekers. We are seekers of experience. And truth. I feel that I often have felt in my role as Britain's best journalist and now one of the country's best loved podcasters, yeah. right? I think that it is. I'm duty bound to seek out experience your, on behalf your, of your the your audience. listenership demands it, Sam. Yeah, exactly. So if I see an experience, I have to just t- I have to pounce on it. Experience, you know experience, I mean? experience. Yeah, I pounce on it like a hungry cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see an experience on the other side of the street. I'm on it. Yeah, right. Um, but the yeah, the third type of person is the sort of person who doesn't think today's very good, right? And actually thinks tomorrow could be even worse. Oh shit! But I tell you what, they think's great. 
the past. Oh, dear oh, me. Oh, they love it. Oh, no. They think the past was a Xanadu, and those people are the far right. The far right. I was going to say that was me, but no, it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, I thought, well, me and Andy are quite... Um, we're, we're enthusiasts of nostalgia, yeah. obviously, but we but we don't kid ourselves because it's like, you know, you can't go back. That used to be one of our key catchphrases on this show. Yeah, we, 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 we look times in the bath of nostalgia. We don't, yeah, know, we, we don't, but we don't as... want to go back to it. No, of course not. Jesus, God, no. no. We don't want to go back to the past. It was stupid. And there was all sorts of awful things going on, mm-hmm. right? Even, yeah, I'm going to say it. Even in Euro 96, there were bad things. I don't want to go back to... I want to go in a time machine back to Euro 96 and yeah, live it. But you do it differently. But I don't want the, 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 the future to become exactly like things were during Euro 96. I mean, they, look, there was too much indie pop in the charts. I see that Too now. much, yeah. Too much Indie pop's not a genre that I... You know, it's not something that I'm likely to put on my Spotify mm. very often. But at the time, it just felt good. It was I wallpaper. See it's stupid now. It was wallpaper, wasn't it? Was it was wallpaper. Yeah. yeah, there were some good songs. Pulp yeah. did some good records. Yeah, they some did. Some yeah. I mean, there were yeah. some. There were some slightly iffy attitudes as well back in Euro '96. You wouldn't mm. repeat them if you went back. You'd be a bit more respectful no. of, let's say, women. Ladism <clears throat> yeah. was not something that it had its good parts, but it had some bad parts. So. Anyway, we're basically what I'm saying is, don't worry. Although we do like Euro '96 and indeed Italia '90, mm. someone on a Facebook group recently claimed quite controversially that Italia '90 is better than Euro '96. Oh, I think God. they misunderstand. But well, we, the football of, of the, course, of the Italia '90 is superb, but he's misunderstanding what we mean by Euro '96. <clears throat> by Euro '96, we don't mean a football tournament. Mm. We mean a moment, a happening, yeah. a cultural. Spectrum. Well, Italia yeah. ninety was great in that sense as well. It was. It was. Yeah. It was the summer was. I turned eighteen. For fuck's sake! I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, fill in the blanks. Good. Jesus. Yeah. But um. But, yeah. Yeah, but a football wise, nah, nowhere near. Nowhere near. I mean, so, you know, you're saying, "Oh, well, world in motion's better than three lines." Well, of course that's true, yeah. but you've got to look at it as a whole. Like you've got to look at it in terms of Barry Delaney owning a Macarena monkey. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that was the sort of world we were living in. A world where yeah. your dad threw a big party with sexy ladies mm-hmm. and had a mechanical monkey that danced to, and sang to the Macarena. I, I don't know whether I should say this publicly or whether I should save this for the future, but um, I am currently on eBay watching a Macarena monkey with a oh. view with a view to putting in a successful bid. So let's see how that pans out. My dad who's selling it, he, ha- he's, he has fallen upon hard times <laughs> in recent years. He was telling me recently he's got to flog his rig, which is a shame. Um, he's got to, he's got to flog his rig, and so he's worried about money. Is he going to retire oh, somewhere? Do? Somewhere, somewhere leafy? Well, he's sort of is retired. I mean, he's in his 80s. But I mean, like some, I don't somewhere... know what he's going to do. I some... mean, he's, he's that skin that he's... I think he just feels that he needs to sell it because he can't afford... He needs money for his essentials. For his, yeah, this and that. Could he not move to the northeast? Yeah, I mean, I don't. You are. He could move to the northeast. It's cheap up here. I, I told him all these places he could move, <laughs> and he just nah. he treated my suggestions with utter disdain. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, that's his response to most things that I say. Yeah. Understandably, you could say, but yeah, I was like, why don't you try the countryside or something like that? And he says, oh, please. That's the sort of thing he says. Oh, please. That's a catchphrase. What's that mean, oh, please? <laughs> like, yeah. You know that sort of thing where a parent's just like, 
but you're always just a precocious child yeah. in their eyes. He just thinks, you're just trying to show off, Sam, by saying move <laughs> to the country. You're not impressing anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to impress anyone. I'm just suggesting it'd be nice for you to move to the country, get more money, more bang for your buck. Sam, grow up. <laughs> oh, right. Fucking hell. Go back to your fucking mechanical monkey then, you nutter. Anyway, well, ask him if probably he's still him got it, it on eBay. Ask him if he's still got well, it. I don't know. I think what, 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 he might be selling it on eBay. You might be about to buy my dad's actual one. In hell. Jalapeño. Did you enjoy our live stream, Brown John? If so, there's another one coming up on the 22nd of April. If you didn't see it because you were busy or just an idiot, then you should check it out because the reviews we got for the first one were sensational. Hmm. Find out more about it on our Twitter and also you can get your tickets. What's our website called again? TFTimeMachine.com? TFTimeMachine.com. Yeah, yeah, tickets links, are available the there. The links will be out there, yeah. 22nd of April, 7pm. Loads of great stuff. Um, get involved. Jalapeño. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jalapeño. He's like, fucking I'm in trouble here. I'm not going to be able to cover next week's weight troll shop. The time's come. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bobo. But you're going on eBay. I thought I'd never have to do this. It's a watershed moment. I feel like I'm flogging the family silver. I feel like I'm selling one of my kids. Can I sell one of my kids? I'd sooner sell one of my kidneys than you, but I've done that years ago. Is it possible to sell one of my kids? I wonder. I'll sell some. He's got enough of them. He's got fucking kids to spare. (laughs) Got kids coming out of his ears. He has. He's got so many fucking kids, it's unbelievable. And he thinks it's funny to go, I've got six kids, and then he thinks it's only to go, that I know about. And you're like, Dad... That's not funny. You're the Prime like, Minister. There was a secret kid. That's not a joke anymore because you used to say that and, and then, then it actually one. turned out there was a secret child. So well, now you can't do the joke anymore. Well, maybe there's another one. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. For all I fucking know. Because you know what? He's always trying to low-key brag about the amount of women he's had it off with. Oh, even man. though he was married to my mum from the age of 20. Oh, God. Or no, he was with my mum from the age of right. like 20. And she was 16. Mm. And then they got divorced, I guess, like, I don't know, when he was 40 or something, right? And yet, because he was like a road manager, mm. yeah, for the searches. Ooh, yeah. And he, and he was also a film extra in Carry On at the Kyber. So let's just wow. say he lived a pretty glamorous Who life. Who knows what went on in that sense? Yeah, I mean, these are the sort of, these are the places that you want to be in the 60s. Carry On at the Kyber and on tour with the searches, right? And but he'll make little references quite regularly, 
Like, oi, oi. Mm. Like, not that he talks like that. He's super well-spoken, but he'll kind of go, yes. <laughs> yeah. Ding dong. Once he made a comment. Well, yeah, once he made a comment about Marianne Faithful that I feel was designed to imply oh. that he'd had it off that, which I think is bollocks. I think that's just him doing a pele. Yeah. Marianne Faithful, yeah. yeah. I could tell you a few stories about her, son, but uh, probably best not. And I'm like there thinking, Dad, <laughs> you were with my mother. God. You were married to my mother and all of my brothers. I mean, I wasn't alive yet, but my brothers were. So don't be bragging to me about women that you were mm. shagging behind my mum's back in the Ma- 60s. Barry had faithful, yeah. Both positions. It was the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> she might have been faithful, but I can tell you, old Barry boy wasn't that night. Oh, God. <laughs> don't tell your mum. <laughs> have you not... Have you not uh, considered the idea of maybe doing a series of podcasts with your dad? I think we've talked about that before. Because I mean, Listen, when I do, I would... do, I do beans on toast with my boy, and that yeah. idea was partially constructed in order for me to spend time with him, so I can have something to listen back yeah. to, and he can listen back yeah, to them when nice. I'm dead and gone and all yeah. that. It's, it's putting a relationship, you know, on tape sort of thing. But I mean, a series of episodes with Barry. Wow. Yeah, it would be really entertaining but for you. This. <laughs> And it would be really entertaining for, I think, everyone who listens, certainly everyone who listens to Top Flight Time Machine, it may be very revealing to, it might explain some of my psychological issues. It, it could go either way for you. It, I think, <laughs> no, it would it would finish me off, mate. It would. You know in Silence of the Lambs, uh. Hannibal Lecter <laughs> is in his cell and there's a geezer in the cell next to him and just to entertain himself because he's bored... Right. Yeah. He basically forces the man in the cell next to him to kill himself. Yes. Just by talking to him and getting inside of his mind. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what my dad would do. I don't think my dad would ever. I don't think my dad's agenda is to manipulate me into suicide. Right. Mm. I'm not. He's he's not a monster. He's not evil. No. No. But but he he perhaps doesn't understand the power that he wields. Yeah. And, yeah. Of you know he 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 will press all your all all my buttons simultaneously. He'll be yeah. like, right, I brought my deck chair. Pod, podcast episode one is it? Here's my deck chair. Yeah. Here's my slippers. Here's my book and here's my pipe. You wonder why? Because I'm about to set up fucking home rent free and you're not some. <laughs> oh, it's gonna. I've decided where I'm retiring to. You know, I said I was going to sell the flat and you're asking where I'm going to move to. Yeah, I've decided I'm going to move into your fucking nut, mate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, and I'm not paying any rent I've either. I've brought some logs because there's going to be a log burner in the corner. I've got an armchair. It's going to be lovely. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you're right then in that case. Yeah, it would, it, would, it, would be a, it would be probably an insane podcast for the rest of you, but no. Nah, if if anyone out there values my, oh, I mean, I hesitate to say sanity, mm. but you know, just for me to have any sort of joy or hope in life, then I can't be podcasting my dad. Yeah, okay, so, uh, you know, yeah, fair enough. Anyway, fair let's enough. leave it at that. Re- retract that. Yeah, pretend that never happened. Um, what was this? We were, um, yeah, uh, we were a, a letter, weren't we? Yeah, here's one, because you mentioned the coins um, on the Isle of Wight. Uh, this is from Alistair, and it's called My Uncle and Being on the Coin, so I thought this might be interesting. Ooh, uh, yeah. The story of his uncle when he was younger. Uh, my uncle, my dad, and his brothers went on holiday in summer to the west of Scotland. My dad and his other brothers went swimming in an outdoor pool, while my uncle, being the oldest, was shown the coins by his mum. He was shown the coins because he was the oldest. It's the folk tradition there. It's past yeah, everything. It he, he was then shown the coins, and it was then his job, I assume, to show his younger brothers. 
the coins exactly. as well. Exactly, that's cousins. how it works, yeah. yeah. That's in how the it works. coining world, the coining family community, uh, yeah. It says he was hooked, and still is to this day, nearly 60 years later. Yes. Uh, he got all wow. the money from his brothers with the promise of, I have a surefire method to win, I'll double your money. The Dawson method. See, there it is. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. obviously part of the folk tradition as well. It says, my dad and his brothers give him their money. He did indeed win, and he won big. He strutted off to the pool, pockets bulging in his knitted swim shorts, full of coins to show his winnings, but he made a grave mistake. He went into the water at the deep end to show my dad, and he sank like a stone. <laughs> Panic set in. He was unable to float with the coins in his pocket. <laughs> Fucking hell. I've just got to the end. He doesn't die. It's all right. Uh, the story then differs depending on if my uncle tells it or if my dad tells it. According to my dad, my uncle decided to take some coins out of his pocket, not many, to see how little he could take out before it could float with the most amount of winnings. <laughs> Only for him to give up and take them off completely. According to my uncle, the knitted shorts fell off him completely and he had to retrieve the coins and give them to his older brother while he collected the spillage of coins on the pool floor. In both incidents, he ended up out of the pool stark bollock naked with his winnings wrapped up in his wet shorts, covering his modesty. The next day, they gave my uncle his winnings back and he lost it all. The coins oh, what a sad story. can be a cruel mistress. And that, they can. That is the moral of the story. Yeah. They really can. But I think the key is with the coins is... When you leave that arcade, mm-hmm. you've got to leave it behind you. Yeah. Right? You got. I have a line. Yeah. And it's sort of like I cross that line out of the arcade, and all of the frustrations, yeah. or the mini dramas, the narratives, yeah. the psychodramas, I just shut them off, and I'm back in the real world. For me, there's coin in life, and there's the rest even, of your life. Uh, even that, the joy as well. If you come out of there. And you've won big. Yeah, don't don't come don't come out swaggering don't crawl like you about think what you've you're won. Jack the Biscuit. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Because I've seen that happen. I've seen people get carried away with themselves. When you're out on Civvy Street, which is what I call in a non-arcade, non-coining environment, mm. right? When you're out there on the street, people don't know that you might have just won. I don't know, like a really good key ring, like um, you know, a, a, a Mario Kart key ring. Yeah. Or a small effigy of Del Boy Trotter or, you know, whatever it might be. They don't know mm-hmm. that you've just had a good day on the coins. They just see you as a normal person like anyone else. So if you start swanning into places, flashing around your trinkets your tr- that you've treasure. Won, yeah. Yeah. Going in the pub, giving it like, right, drinks are on oi, me, oi. dickheads. Yeah. Yeah. Right, people are like, who the fuck does he think he is? Because they don't know. They weren't uh, there. How many pints can I get for this Anna Montana key rig, love? <laughs> I just don't do it. Yeah, people have done that. People have done that. And it's like, it's really important to keep your feet on the ground. Yeah. Because you're only one session away from being ruined when it comes to the coins. Yeah. One session um, we've been wiped out. You know, there's famous stories. Of course, there are George Best. There are Rod Turners yeah. of the coining world. Yeah. People who were superstars in their day and then are reduced to nothing, mm-hmm. to leaving a trail of broken hearts behind them because yep. you do get. Um, it's a bit bit old fashioned, I know, but you do get, and you certainly did in the old days. You got coin in groupies. Y- you did. <clears throat> I'm not saying it was right, but there were there were girls who would go on the toy. They'd follow the coin in tour around, mainly the, the, well, all around the coast of the UK. Right, and they would they would seek out the big mm-hmm. the, the top level coiners, right? The what? big money coiners, yeah. Careful the ones what you who say, were winning Sam. most of the prizes, careful and what they you would say. 
There was things went on. There were favours done. In sometimes in the arcade toilets. Oh, oh yeah, or around the back. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I, let's just say what happens on the coins stays on the coins. Let's yeah. just say that. Yeah. Let's just say that. I'm not saying we, we've all been tempted. Sure, have we all acted upon it? No. No comment. But it it was it was in its heyday <laughs> before me and Andy got serious. Anyway, I mean. You know, my dad, when he was rodeoing for the searchers, he, he used to, because they'd often pay seaside towns. Yeah. And he got interested in the coins. And, he, you know, those, some of his stories about his sexual exploits mm-hmm. do surround his time coining. Yeah. Maybe but he'll tell me, you know, one night I was winning big. I mean, in those days, you'd win weird things like teeth or, mm-hmm. you know, sticks. Mm-hmm. Weird shit they had in coining machines in the 60s. A small bag of dust, yeah. things like that, a, right? A, a bolt, a metal bolt. For some reason, sometimes you could get a small thimble full of saliva. Yeah, Ugh. right. Which they would treasure. Prize is a prize, isn't it? It prize a prize, and they'd win it. And then suddenly he goes, oh, "I'd have all these women. They'd all mm. want a piece of me. They'd all be hanging off my every word." You know, um, oh Barry, let's let me do a dance for you. All this yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And and he goes, and the next night I'd come back and I'd win nothing, and they wouldn't even look at me. They'd be on to the next bloke. Yeah, it's very flick- fickle. And, and fleeting. I mean, that's probably yeah. what got you interested in the coins. It's that folk tradition. It's like the thing you talked yeah. about at the beginning, the political leanings. It's in your DNA and it's passed down. Yeah. It's just something that's in you. I think that you are born... Are you born a coiner? Yeah, I think, yeah, I on think the, you most, are. most people are born yeah, coiners, aren't they? I don't you? think you can... I mean, you can teach coining, but it's got to be in you to want to do it. That passion yeah. that really drives yeah. you to be a it's serious fire coiner inside like you, us, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, to be yeah. out you know, rain or shine, yeah. first thing in the morning, banging on the door of the arcade before it even opens yeah. with your little pot of coins. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Some people simply have two pieces running through their veins. Literally, yeah. Mm. It's Yeah, it's not for Cut everyone. Cut them and they bleed and two they bleed pieces. Two yeah. Um, right, we're going to end this episode here because um, we've got a short period of time to record these uh, pre-recorded episodes yeah. for the Easter break. We've said enough. We've said enough. So you shouldn't even be getting these because we just want some time off. We're just doing these to fill some time in. So you're not getting... Yeah, you're this not is getting, nice for you. It's going to be a 40-minute one. It's going to be 30... It's not even going to be 30 minutes. It is what it is. And I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll answer some more uh, letters and stuff in the next one while you, Sam, will be sunning yourself in the Isle of Wight. Yeah. And uh, I hopefully, if weather permits, will be on the hammock. So... Um, I'll be coining my cock off, as we say, in mm. the coining community. I don't think we can uh, add anything more to that other than goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.